Hi, I'm Terry. And I'm Matt. And you're listening to Fans Talk F1, the podcast. The podcast recorded live on TikTok where you, the fans, engage on the only interactive podcast on the topics that matter to you in the world of Formula One. So, without further ado, we'll get straight into it. And guess what I'm going to say, Terry? Um, reverse order? We are doing it in reverse order, but guess what? It gets even better. Oh, go on. We've got a new team at the bottom. Oh, what? Yeah, I haven't got my well, party out this week, have I? Well. An old team, but new team? An old team, but new <laughs> team. So, it is Williams back at the foot of the table. And before we start, let's start my five-minute timer, because we're not doing that again. So, <laughs> we have... Logan Sargent in P13 and Alexander Alban in P11. I think that's a good result for him. I think Logan Sargent, I think that's a really good result. Yeah. Because he's not got the upgrades on his car yet, to be honest. So I think that Alex Alban, I think they'd be disappointed they didn't get any points from him this weekend. I think he looked quite strong, certainly in qualifying. But Logan Sargent, yeah. Especially considering the, the Williams car, well, we all knew it was going to suit this track a little bit better than than most potentially, other than the Red Bull. I don't think that's going to see better than the Red Bull. But um, yeah, because we know it's got the slippery stra- uh, straight line speed. So I expect a little bit more from Alex, as you've just said, but solid result. Yeah, I, I mean... Don't, I don't know what else we could say. No, I mean, it's, it, seems, it seems a shame we're talking about a disappointing result and the fact that they've gone back to the bottom. But actually, yeah. I think they'd be... I think Logan Sargent really needed that from a confidence boost. We know there's been a bit of there's been a bit of loose speculation about him being replaced. I don't think there's been any legs to it, certainly not until the end of the season. But, you know. You read that comment there. Oh, what's that one? Maybe Sargent did well because nah. Do you know and it's a similar similar to an oval. More than likely it's probably because he does know the track rather than it being similar to an oval. I would imagine in the future races he's driven there quite a few times. It's probably not the most technical on the calendar, we should say. Let's be honest. Oh, wow. Well, well, the white line seems to be the most technical. Yeah, let's not get into that now. But <laughs> The thing is, right, I mean, Lando said it at the end of his interview, didn't he? He said, um, oh, what was it he said now? He said, um, the more and more we push, the more and more pressure we get from the driving behind, the more and more we push, therefore, the more and more we go over the track limits. Well, that's down to you as a driver to stop that. You yeah. can stop that, but you were just choosing not to. So that that's on the drivers. So I get where the FIA are coming from in terms of penalising them. And if they don't penalise them, where does it where does it stop? That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we brought this in because of the problems, didn't we? But I mean, going back to Williams, I think yeah. I think they'd be happy with that going into Wilson. They got some celebrations planned next week. Um, no special livery. Oh yeah. Has that been announced yet? Uh, not what not what the livery is. I don't think it's a golf one either. I think it's an actual special 800th race celebration one. So right. I know they did the golf competition as well, didn't they, recently? Yeah. But I think this is separate to that. I think it's a, they said it's going to be a, a Frank Williams homage one because oh, it should have been, it should have been 800, but obviously with cancellation of Emily, it's technically 799, but they're going to run, run the celebrations anyway with it oh, being obviously Silverson. So it'd be good. It'd be good to see. But I think, like I say, Logan Sargent in the upgrade with him should be good. Um, Alex Alban, I think he'd be disappointed with that, wouldn't he? He'd have a place. But Lance Roll obviously just had enough, which you can't expect the Aston Martin to have enough to keep ahead of him, wouldn't you? So 
Has anybody got any relevant questions to to Williams? Uh, yeah, to Williams, please. While we're while we're actually talking on the subject of it, so yeah. What, what are we expecting from Williams at Silverstone then? Um, I don't think we should be expecting too much more because, like I say, Alex has got these upgrades. So what we're seeing from him will be pretty much what's bolted onto Logan Sargent's car. So yeah, we might see Logan getting a bit closer again. I know he's close, obviously, this race, but. I would imagine we see him getting a bit more competitive, hopefully. Probably mixing up with Alphys Harris and, well, Haswell, Magnussen, it seems like he'd be mixing up with, wouldn't he? But I do think they've, they genuinely switched their developments next year for a lot of it. I think this is probably their last major upgrade before they turn everything into next year anyway, from what James Valor's been saying anyway. So, yeah. um, what did Joe say? Yeah, Logan should be getting the upgrade show for Silverson. Williams looking like skipping the wooden spoon this year. <laughs> wow. It's, it's close down there, actually, at the bottom, isn't it? it I mean, is. What is it? What is the points difference, Matt, between the two? So them and Williams, the team you've got, you got Williams on eight, Alvatore, Alvatari on 35, then you've got uh, Haas on 37, and then the next leap up is... Um, oh, wait, hang on. No, forget that. Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Cut that bit out. Come back to me. Continue talking. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong page completely. What a <laughs> I was just saying, where the Alpha Tower get 37 points on Yuki's just exactly. track limits. Exactly. He's been promoted. <laughs> Should we try it again? Try it again, Matt. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. it. We'll, we'll glass over it. We'll glass over it. So, Williams aren't bottom. It's Alpha Tower at the bottom, but we'll, there we'll, you skip, go. we'll skip round to it. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much your, your five minutes up for them anyway. I'm not going to... Oh, nah, there's, there's not much more we can draw. Whether they're bottom or whether they're Woodup from bottom, they're, they're roughly about the same. It's nice yeah, to have yeah. a different team starting off with. Well, we can always call, come on to the bottom. So the bottom is AlphaTauri. So <laughs> AlphaTauri, you've got... Where are we? You've got Yuki Sonoda on P18. And then you've got <laughs> Nick DeVries in P15. So that's um, Nick safe then, though he's outperforming you here. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that one. I really don't know about that one because Nick did a few dodgy things in this race, didn't he? So, I mean, more more depressing. You're going to be looking at uh, Yuki and P18. You're going to be like, what has gone on there? Well, I, I think someone put you had more penalties than Argentina. I mean, he was he was collecting for from when he, he reminded me. Remember that first race when Ocon was collecting them? It seemed to be like Yuki's mm. turn today, didn't it? It was like. Here's another one. Here's another one. <laughs> then we had then we had Nick DeVries, who seems at the moment to be completely magnetised to Kevin Magnussen's car. So no matter where Magnussen goes, Nick DeVries seems to follow yeah, far too closely. It just seems ridiculous. But, I mean, in terms of Nick, it is a good result, P15. Obviously, you don't get any points for P15, and there's nothing to gain from P15, so to speak. But <laughs> I'm kind of changing my perception on him. I am, and I feel really bad for it because I've always said, haven't I, that you should give, you know, at least the driver, give him the full year and then let him get into the next season and see where it goes from there. But yeah, I don't know whether that pressure is just getting to him a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, someone's just put there, I just think that AlphaTauri just doesn't suit him. I don't think, I think the car isn't great, as we've discussed on here quite a few times this year. Their development looks like it went horribly wrong and then has come back again. But actually, when you think about, Nick DeVries, I mean, I saw, I, that rumour keeps coming up about, doesn't it, you know, how many races he got before he gets replaced. I think four is the latest number being chucked in there and, and you know, banded about, and Christian Horner has quick to kind of shut it down and say no to it, but... 
I mean, how and Marco know. seems to seems to be taking a different narrative on it, doesn't he? When he speaks about it, is this how Marco the now? Maybe he's going to stand in himself. You saw the picture. <laughs> he, he was in the race overalls. He's ready to go, mate. You know, if Checo hadn't recovered or, or De Vries is doing a bad job, there's Dr. Marco <laughs> with his helmet and his overalls ready to go. That's a scary thought, isn't it? <laughs> you know, he, he was there, mate. You know, he's like, get out of the, get out of the way, son, I'll have a good myself. Yeah, but I mean, disappointing day for you, Key. I don't think anything really went well. I mean, talking about AlphaTauri, I mean, we've got to talk about it. The whole name change, the whole sponsor change. What does that actually mean for AlphaTauri going into next year? It's a lot of unknowns, is it? Team principal. You know, change at the top. Well, team well, principal. Team, team principal, if Ferrari ever agreed yeah, to his yeah. release. Um, but all change at the top. New name, um, more synergy with Red Bull. I mean, what does that actually look like within the, the rules of F1 and what you can do with a sister team? I mean, just the word in itself kind of puts you on on sort of, ooh, what does that mean? It, it it didn't sound great for the rest of the field, if I'm being honest, but... Yeah, I mean, does it... Me, personally, I think it goes back to an old style, very similar to what Hassel got with Ferrari, where I can imagine that they're going to be buying a lot of the permissive parts from Red Bull rather than trying to develop themselves. They seem to try to develop it themselves, obviously gone horribly wrong. So I think the answer now is, you know like Martin says, to make restructure the bacon competitive, I think they will buy in a lot more parts rather than do it themselves, which... And share it. Yeah, will make it competitive again. But you, you're you not developing it then, are you? You're just buying it in, relying on development. However, relying on Red Bull development isn't exactly a bad thing, is it? Let's be honest. Um, in terms of the new name, I see that Mario's put that one in there. Yeah. They've said... Just to comment on that, while you're talking about the new name, guys, if you want to put your uh, funny suggestions for yeah, for what it uh, should be, yeah, trickle in there. We'll we'll read some of them out. Yeah, no, no, that's right. So um, it looks like they're not going back to Toro Rosso, from what Franz Toss says yesterday. Um, It's a shame, really, didn't it? Because I quite like Toro Rosso. It looks like it's going to be something to do with sponsors. They talked a lot about, you know, they've they've been talking sponsors, a lot of NDAs in there. So it's (laughs) it's really, you know, red cows. Red I'm not reading the rest of it. But red no, cows. no, I don't think we should be You know, that's far too, far too long, Graham, trying for too long words. <laughs> Alpha Torvries. Tor Fresh, Fresh meat. <laughs> Just do five minutes on alternative Alpha Tari names. Boring ball. <laughs> red Bull Light. <laughs> that's quite a good one, actually. That's quite a good one, that one. I might actually pitch that one to Red Bull. Can we Red have that Bull one? Junior. Can we have a disclaimer on that one? Yeah, Red Bull Junior. Red, Red Bull Light, I like that one. But yeah, overall. Um, yeah, disappointing. They've brought a lot of upgrades recently, though. They shouldn't be lingering down there. If that's their their performance after their massive upgrade packages. But is is that is that track limited? Is that car track limited to what we saw in Austria? So will 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 we see a different sort of car? Well, no, you, you get what I mean, but in yeah, a more, more suited car, more more suited car to that track, should we say? Yeah, I mean, it's a short track, lots of DRS, isn't it? So, yeah. Anyway, time is gone. We're done. Yeah, time is gone. We're done. We are going on, and we'll, we'll get back into the right, the right order now. Yeah, the right order now. <laughs> but it don't get any easier. Don't get any. I hope that strong coffee because it don't get any easier. It's always strong coffee, Matt. Alpha Romeo. Next, and you have, where are we? Valtteri Bottas in P16, and Zhou Guan Yu in P14. 
Were they here this weekend? Did they turn up? It just seems like a bit of a stalemate for the whole team. Oh. Not just this race either, this whole year. This and whole we've year. We've discussed with Audi coming in and whatever else. And you still but how intense we do? I mean, they're, they're literally bringing nothing to the car. Not even upgrades. I mean, the upgrade list, they're not even on that. They are literally doing nothing, which makes you think they're either shelving all of their development to go somewhere else, or in terms of next year, or they're just waiting for a big upgrade, or they don't actually know what to upgrade, and they've completely lost their weight. It almost looks as if they don't, like you, like you just said, like they've lost the way. Like they're, they're not bothered. I mean, Bottas, we don't even hear about him in the race anymore, no. literally. I mean, we only heard about him this time because he had some damage somewhere, didn't we? That's the only time we ever hear Bottas, yeah. as they mentioned at the moment. I think that was only his end plate on the front wing. Yeah, because he kept driving around and around and around, didn't he, with it broken? Oh, yeah, sort of hanging off, waiting for a black and white flag, which, you know, I think, to be fair, they could have showed him and he wouldn't notice he was waved that many times. He might have had it for all we know. Well, this is the thing. I'm, I'm, there's one of them that we'll come on to in a few short teams. Um, but yeah, I've got nothing really constructive to say about Alfa Romeo. I haven't written anything about them, Dan. That's how bad their race is, literally. I haven't even got anything. Well. When I was looking at it, I mean, even you care about the fact that you tried to... Oh, yeah. I mean, look, Joe's just put a comment there. Bartas doesn't look like he's enjoying it either. He just... He, you know, we, we started off the year with a happy, you know, what he did with his hair and all that kind of stuff in, in the media. He just seemed like a very happy guy. He, he, where, where's it gone? I mean, he seems to be enjoying his cycling more than F1 at the moment, which is yeah. pretty crazy to even think And his helmet that. designs. That's more, <laughs> that's more exciting than the Alfa Romeo car, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. But even their PR, though, isn't it? It seems like everything's on some sort of wind down. Because, like you say, even their, even their PR seems to be stale. Mm. Not a lot to it. It's like everyone's been put on the naughty step. Kind of feels like everyone's been put on notice of it, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe maybe Audi are ringing changes that we don't know about behind the scenes. Maybe that actually there's more going on in the background in terms of shuffling staff around than what we know. I mean, Martin's right. Don't get me wrong. They're on target to beat you know Alfatari and Williams, but they are. What 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 does that? I suppose what's the target, isn't it? Is what does that gain you though? It didn't gain you nothing. You're getting more wind tunnel time, but if you ain't got the money to put into the wind tunnel time, what's the point? Well, you get less wind tunnel time, don't you? You get more, more money in terms of prize money, but you get less mm. wind tunnel time. So I'm not even sure you get a gain from that, is it? It's just, I don't know. I think that, I think that they're kind of losing the whole object of Formula One. The, for, the, the idea of Formula One is to be number one, <laughs> not last. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but. I mean, someone's talking about that we've been talking more about Bottas's nude butt pictures than anything else. Well, to be oh, honest, it's, it's, had more, it's had more air on than Alfa Romeo this season, hasn't it? Let's, let's be honest about it. Listen, anyway, I, I've got nothing else to add. Unless anybody in the comments... No, has anyone got anything constructive? Uh, you'd love to add to the Alfa Romeo debate. Um, no wonder Alfa are pulling out after the results. But, but I think that's the problem, like we said. I think that's kind of the issue. I mean, we, talk, we talked about this before, didn't we, where we said that anything that's Alfa Romeo related, if they want to keep those south, they would have pulled them by now, knowing that they're pulling out. Mm. So I, I think there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing at, you know, at Salber and everything else. So, yeah, I think Joe summed up there. There's no debate. There's, there's stale, nothing happening. I think nothing's happening at the moment. I think there's a lot of future things happening. But I think if you're a present Alfa Romeo fan, it's, it's not looking good for this year. Do Alfa Romeo have fans? Just asking. Just Martin's got a hat. Does that count? Well, I mean, it's from the nineteen eighties, I think. But mm, yeah, I suppose. That's, 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 that's a fan, isn't it? Sorry, Sorry Martin. Martin. 
Yeah. Time has reset. Moving quick, on. Quick, let's go. Let's go quick before you comments. Oh, here we go. Oh, I see he was there. Look. He's beat you to it now, isn't he? Beat you to it. Anyway, we're going to move on. So we're going on now to seventh in the championship, and that is Haas. So we are going to start with... Where are we? Oh, God. <laughs> do we have to do this? It's, it's a Haas trap in here. <laughs> I'm sure I saw Henry earlier. DNF Nico Hulkenberg and um, a lovely, a lovely P19 for KMAG. And well, we, thought, we thought Alfa Romeo was the worst one to talk about. There was a couple of things in there. I mean, Connor summed up there. Henry was dancing yesterday, crying he today. Was. Absolutely. Magnussen's season is just horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible season from him this year. I've seen that actually they're going to keep both of them, it looks like, next year is the early rumour. That both drivers are going to be re-signed. Don't agree with that at all. No, I don't agree with it either. I mean, you know, if you're a team that wants to progress, don't get me wrong. As we've both said, we said it last week. I think you nailed it last week. You said on paper, there are two really, really good drivers, and they are. You can't, you can't deny that. But would you be looking to some talent? But at what point do you have to hold Magnussen a bit to account? You've got the same car as Hulkenberg. They're not in a different development phase. Yeah, Hulkenberg is. Well, he's hitting Q3 more times than um, Checo is at the moment, so that part of his game's good. But on race day, it just completely just goes to pot, doesn't it? But is that because they're, they're delayed in their Ferrari updates that they buy from Ferrari? So this tyre tag and all these problems that Ferrari have had, which, you know, obviously come on to them later on in, in yeah. the podcast, but they're coming out of this curve now. Is it a case that Haas are still in it because they're behind on it because they've got to wait for them to do their part? I, I don't know. You know, it's... But that's the thing in it, and I mean, you said last time, I mean, Ferrari are notoriously slow for bringing their updates, even not actually bringing their updates anyway yeah. throughout the season. So where does that leave Haas? And that's what I mean. I'm bored of actually saying it now, but it's the same old story with Haas. It's, somebody's going to get bored at some point, and somebody's going to... Do something from work. Just, just, just do something. They need a shake. I mean, you know, with, with Hulkenberg, yeah, I mean, the funniest thing had to be, though, can we just touch on... Nico Hulkenberg going off the track because obviously his engine gave up on him mm. and then getting a black and white flag for trap limits <laughs> as he was stationary, out. as he was stationary in the gravel trap. It's got to be like the ultimate, hasn't it? The FIA, yeah. you know, calling the rules the rules, hasn't it? That's what I mentioned just. It's um, yeah, it just, it's just, I mean, it's the FIA, in it? We, we, we don't, we'll come on to them in the end when we don't. Yeah, I think they need the segment this week, don't they? I mean, by the time we get there, they might have decided on the result. It's Grand Prix, might they? But, you know. I mean, we're talking about it now. So if you are listening to the podcast or re-listening to the podcast, this is standings based on the information we have at the moment. Provisional. Provisional. Provisional standings. Provisional. So, you know. So, so if someone hears something while we're on air, then please yeah. let us know. Provisional standings at the moment but but we'll move we'll move but yeah listen that has got to be the most disappointing season uh, disappointing season well yeah i suppose but disappointing race all season for half and i would love to be a fly on the wall when uh gunter's making that phone call gunter makes that phone call gene yeah saturdays a- we look like rock stars sundays we look like yeah well there'll be a few uh you fuck smash my doors there, won't Yeah, they? he's going to take all his doors off, any he? When he hits the yeah. We get there, it'd be like this new open plan thing, so you can't kick him in. Mm, well, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Let's, let's move, move on. on. <laughs> um, we are going to go then next to 
sixth in the constructors, and we're going to go to McLaren. Now, McLaren, I'm, I'm going to scroll up the page a little bit more, a little bit more, and, yeah, a little bit more. So you've got Lando, P5. At the moment. And at the moment, <laughs> yes, provisional at the moment. Uh, where do you watch the name finish, Piastri? Um, 17th. Yeah, that's why I can't find him. <laughs> <laughs> too far. <laughs> so Lando's too far up for Piastri, that's what happened. Um, Taylor two halves, isn't it, from McLaren? Yeah. Have both cars got the upgrades? No, only Lando has. So, Lando, isn't it? So yeah. this is where Crofty went on some rant mid-race and completely messed it up. So if anyone was watching... Really? Never. Well, I'm, no, I'm no, just no, here to talk no, the facts, mate, no. you know. No, um, no. Yeah, so Lando, Lando's upgrades that he had for this weekend is, in fact, the Silverstone upgrades that were brought forward because they managed to get him on Lando's car and Lando's car only. Now, they will have him in place for Oscar next week at Silverstone, but Lando hasn't got more upgrades coming. It's... He's already got them, if that makes sense. Whereas yeah, yeah. what they were saying on Sky was like there was more to come from McLaren for Silverstone. The, uh, there isn't, because it's here. It's on it now for one of the cars. There's more to come in terms of getting it on both the cars. But, um, good, good comment there. Lando deserved a penalty. We'll, we'll come on to that in a second. But, we will come on to that in a second. But I'd like in terms of the car, the car looks better. Yeah. yeah, and I'd like to touch on Lando because I actually think he had a really, really good race. Now, there was parts, like when he took loose, for example, made it look really, really easy. Yeah. And it wasn't. But then there were, I'm going to contradict myself slightly now because there was other parts where me and you were texting each other during the race and we were literally just saying, well, there's another one. Oh, there's another one where he's gone off. There's another track limits. And it's yeah. like we could see it and everyone else could see it. Exactly. Why couldn't the FIA see it? Or were they just choosing not to see it? <sighs> I mean... I, I'm I'm expecting to lose that place if I'm honest. So I'm I'm really Brown? I'm really sorry, Lando fans. But is that Brown backhander? Is it? Yeah. Um, for the Lando fans in the comments, I'm fully expecting Alonso to be promoted above Lando in about the next ten minutes or so when we see that result. That was the whole point of the appeal. Yeah, Alonso Alonso is such a clever cookie. We'll come on to him, but what he did in the race was just immense. What he did at the end of the race, just just another level. But in terms of the car, Oscar got collected early, didn't he? Was it turn, I want to say turn two or turn three? He got collected yeah, by cool. that sort of three, four car into the top corner, wasn't it? Where he ended up with front, front news damage on it. So that kind I of... I know we're only talking about the race, but I mean, Lando did have, well, he had the start of a pretty good sprint yesterday. And there was a gap there where Max obviously... Yeah. Which we're not going to pick up on, but yeah, that went a bit peaked on. But I thought he had a really, really good race today. There was parts of it that looked pretty, pretty solid. Um, I think it was a good step. It was a good step for him. It was a good step in the right direction. Yeah. And um, again, as we said about Alpha Tari earlier, I think the McLaren will come alive a little bit more at Silverstone. I'm hoping it will anyway. Yeah. I mean, I think the intention was to get it for Silverstone. I think they just managed to get it early for Lando and for why not? Performance in that poor. Um, I do want to see what Oscar does in it, if I'm honest. Um, and the FIA upheld Aston Martin's protest. They have. We know that part. We know that it's, part. It's, 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 it's a bean counting that's going on that we don't know. Yeah. Um, Martin's made a really good point there. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm an Oscar fan. I've, I've said that all season. I think that he'll come alive with it. And it'd be really interesting to see how close to are at Silverstone. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said about Nick earlier, he's he's still new to the team. He's he's still new to F one. Okay, he's been in motor racing a long time, but he's he's still new to F one. 
You know, give him some time. Don't forget Lando was in his position at one point. So, you know, it will come good. I don't know why I'm looking at a Corgi dancing. Corgi dancing? Yeah, thank you. Maybe it's McLaren fan. It was McLaren fan. Was that Scott? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was. (laughs) But yeah, we move. We move. Um, but yeah, I'd be a little, a little more hopeful for uh, McLaren. It'd be nice to see him a little bit closer to the uh, to the top steps at, at least next week. Um, let's let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But you made a very good point earlier about um, McLaren. What was that very good point that you made about McLaren earlier? What about Lando? No. Which about one? A cert, about a cert, so McLaren not doing. Oh, of course, of course. Players, so not at the race. Yeah, I mean, we've touched on this. How many times have we touched on this? But who was missing, once again, from the pit wall? The team principal stroke, team owner stroke, pit crew stroke, media advisor, the man himself, Zach Brown. Missing, good result. McLaren, if you're watching, we've been through this. Every time Zach appears, you have bad luck. Leave him at home. We're doing two and two together. Yeah, your problem's, you know, your problem's are Zach, aren't they? You know? That's what we've got to say, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a passion. Right. Martin, you've done it now. You've mentioned it. It's Martin's point. You don't want him behind Lewis to point out the infringements. What an absolute, right. You've ruined it. Oh, there, no. oh God. Martin, you've ruined it now because <laughs> I was praising him and I totally forgot about it. But now you've done it because Lando, I'm going to tag you in this when we're done, Lando. You are a whining little baby. Now pack it in. <laughs> you meant to be motor racing, not snitching, you grass. But they were all out it, weren't they, today? They I mean, were. what was that all about? I they mean, were, to be fair. You know, all trapped in it, all trapped in it. Um, do you know what, though, right? And we'll come, <laughs> we'll come on to the stage in a little bit, but I actually, I was giggling, listening to Lewis, I was giggling because it was actually oh, pretty funny. It was. It was actually pretty funny, but yeah. Joe, um, Lewis was a little more, but, you know, I think he'd say Landu started it. <laughs> yeah. But in all fairness, I mean, the drivers were calling him out, and they were right. You know, Lewis was calling Perez out, and I have, pff, how many times Perez went off and literally nothing? And I'm like, <laughs> are they watching the same thing as me? But yeah. Right. Anyway, McLaren aside, hopefully we'll see a bit more from them at Silverstone next week, and we'll be seeing that live. Why we will. Why will we be seeing that live? Because it's Silverstone. And, and because we're there. We, oh, yeah, I totally forgot. Because we're there. Oh, slip me mind. Know. You haven't already seen. I've got some of my camping stuff behind me, ready to go. Yeah, I'm Patrick. Did you? Oh no, no, just your wallet and keys. Just wallet and keys, mate. Travel light. Right, right. Let's move on to P5 in the uh, standings then, and we are going to move to the French team, which is Alpine. Alpine. Uh, Alpine. So we'll start off with Esti Besti, Esteban Ocon in P12, and then Pierre Gasly in P9. Well, I think I think someone's just put there, Gasly, he's had a he's solid race. Um shouldn't we be expecting more from Alpine though? Mm, I mean look you're looking back to two races ago and where they were challenging. Yeah. And I how mean, they'd made that big progression forward and especially at Austria being a fast track. Yeah, I mean Graham's Graham's put in there that, you know, Gasly did well but couldn't do any more. He did, and I'm I not mean, sure. Look, I mean, Graham's just put another comment. Cars ahead of them were just better. But that's my point. Should should they be better than Alpine? I don't see that. I don't see that. I, look, I, I still think Mercedes are struggling. You know, you've got George Russell and Louis Hamilton both in front of Pierre Gasly. Yep. I still think Mercedes are struggling. It looks like the Aston's struggling at the moment for whatever reason. Um, you know, the Ferraris have made a step up. 
So if the Ferraris have made a step up, in theory, you'd like to think, especially the progression from what we've seen of the Alpine, you'd have thought, thought that would have moved on a little bit as well. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, in theory, they're ahead of McLaren, which was probably their biggest role. I think someone just put that in there. Do you believe Alpine should be out before? And I think that's probably their main competition. I don't think anyone anticipated the roles of Aston as much as they have done. No. So I think their aim was to probably battle it with McLaren for all best of the rest, wasn't it? But obviously, Aston Martin with their leap has kind of skewed that maybe a bit for everybody. You know, us included as fans. Yeah. That suddenly yeah. they're, not, they're not that fourth best team because of it. It's going to be interesting with their um, new sponsorship sort of team coming in, should we say, Ryan Reynolds and such. Yeah, I mean, it's a sound investment. I mean, obviously, it's not as important as it was in the past because you can't spend much more money on yeah. development. And I do think it's part of Renault branding away from Alpine and maybe even breaking it away, if I'm honest. Yeah, they've talked they've talked about continuing in Formula One for quite a while. So maybe it's making them a bit more self sufficient to actually break Alpine, certainly Formula One team away from the main Renault brand because of how much money it costs. Yeah, I know we've got the cost cap, but it still costs a lot of money for these teams, doesn't it? To run. So I think that actually that's one of the reasons behind it commercially. It's it's a big commercial deal for them. I think it's yeah. increase, um, increase the name, the brand, and all the things they want to do with it because they they do want to push the Alpine brand a lot more. If you're not a motorsport fan, Alpine doesn't really mean a lot to you if you're just a fan looking at a Formula One team. Yeah, I mean, the, you can't be too positive if you're Alpine. You're not going to be too positive over the results. Yes, okay, you've got Pierre in the in the points, but you'd expect at least both cars. At, do you expect both in the, both in the points, wouldn't you? And, at the end of the points. Yeah. yeah. You, you certainly expect both of them in there. They seem to be hashing about towards the bottom end of... I'd say the, the problem is they're at the back end of the points all the time, aren't they? They seem to be competing for those bottom places, you know, 7th down down to 10th, those sort of places. They don't seem to be getting too near. I know we had that kind of composure, which maybe skewed it a bit. Yeah, in terms of where they are, I suppose they're where they want to be. But again, they just... They were big things expected them beginning the season, and it's never materialised all the way through the season. It's it started off with, you know, borrowing bar testing where we were talking that they made this big step. You know, the engine problems have been solved. I mean, that they seem to have solved. Don't get me wrong, Touchwood. There hasn't been that many reliability problems, but we were told that they were going to make this next step up, and that they found this extra horsepower, and they were going to do all these things. But actually, you know. I think Jay's got a good point. Since Alonso's gone, was Alonso the difference between just getting those extra couple of places? We knew that. We knew that anyway. You know, you know, Alonso's a good driver. He's always going to get the best out of the team. Um, but yeah. Let, let, anyway, let's not um, let's not dwell too much on Alpine. No, I think Silverstone suit those. I think they're. I think they'd be better next week. Well, we've said that quite about quite a few of the teams so far. So hopefully, Silverstone will be uh, pretty good then. Yeah, I mean, Ashley's made a good point there, you know, they've got a podium, and, you know, some teams getting done exactly, you know, they, yeah. for them, they're called out of success so far this season, wouldn't they? they've been on the podium, yeah. they're still in it in terms of best of the rest, they're beating McLaren still, so it's, it's where you measure success, <laughs> but it's where you measure success, isn't it, what do you measure it against, and it's I suppose you want Renault to be back to winning world championships, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you, it's just, it's you just go back to the Alonso dates at the moment. It's just one of the midfield battles, and it's just a bit meh. Yeah, the, the best way you can describe it. But anyway, let's move on. So we're going to go into P4 in the uh, championship next, which is, I don't know if Dan's in the comments, but it is Forza Ferrari. Ooh. Now, 
We don't have too far to look for this, to be fair. So you've got Charles <laughs> in P2. That makes a change. Charles in P2 and Carlos in P4. Now, I'm going to let you start with Ferrari because I'm intimidated with Ferrari, whether you get the joke or not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carlos, if you're watching. Carlos, if you're watching. <laughs> I'm intimidated. Can I just say that, and, and Dan, Dan's absolutely right, it was their best weekend by far. However, I'm going to drop a, a little caveat on that. There is still the old Ferrari mistakes creeping in, wasn't there, which could have, could have... The pit stops, man. The pit stops, man. I mean, what on earth was going on, you know? It, How you do know you feel about staying out? Oh, let's stay out. Box, box. Yeah. So, Leclerc, <laughs> literally, literally, 30 seconds before, uh, we need to extend your strategy. How do you feel about staying out? Yeah, not a problem. You know, if we need to do it, let's do it. Yep. 30 seconds later, box, 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 box. box. Like, lads, really? Yeah, what you do? And then before the race, I remember seeing a whole article on it where they were saying that the good thing about having the drivers where they were was they could split the strategy to take the pressure and put the pressure on Red Bull. So the safety car comes out and they put them on the same strategy. Yeah, and Carlos called that out in the race. Yeah, it's like, if you've got two drivers... And I still think they should let Carlos through earlier on in the race. I think oh, he had the mate, pace. Without a shadow of a doubt, he was stuck behind Leclerc for, for lap and lap on end. And he was like, just, why not do what other teams have done? If you need to call orders, let him through. If he doesn't get anywhere near Max, then swap him back over. It, it yeah. really isn't that hard. We've seen it time and time again. We've seen it over the years. Just do it. it sometimes, some things... A bigger, you know, you've got two Ferrari cars fighting it there for P2, and while they're fighting, all you're doing is letting Max Verstappen just drive nip, off, nip under off, pressure, off into the distance. And who who is that helping? It's not helping anyone. No, they need to pull the socks up and just sort it out, man. It's tough because I sometimes wonder if the radio calls are like the classic dummy calls you get. You know, when you hear about it, where teams will try and try and coax someone into a pit stop or do something. So. I sometimes wonder if there's a bit of that going on with some of these calls. Yeah. Um, I just don't get why, you know, oh, dog barking. Um, I don't get why you would even attempt to talk about a free swap strategy in Austria as such, like, like they were. That was kind of crazy. I don't know. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. The start of the race, it looked pretty promising. It looked like Leclerc was, you know, on the gearbox of Max. It looked like he was, he was going to make a move. Um, it's frustrating, isn't it? I get, I get it. For, if you're a Ferrari fan, I get it. It's frustrating. But then at the same time, you like I've just said, you expect the team to be helping themselves out and you're not helping yourself out by letting your two drivers fight with each other when one is clearly quicker than the other. Yeah. And double stack the cars under the VFC a lap later than everyone else, which I understand was because he wasn't quite in the pit window. I think it was more to where they were. I think Carlos especially was like right on turn nine when the VSC was called. So it was literally like, I, I don't think they had enough time to do it then. Yeah. I mean, but then the Claire's pit was slow. And then the knock-on effect is then you've got Carlos. Carlos drops two or three places in. Yeah. Oh, just the whole thing was messy. Absolutely messy, but look, I mean, a positive result for them anyway. You've got it's a good result for them. I mean, their upgrades yeah. look look a lot lot better. Um, they use that filming data great effect. Controversial. <laughs> lot of sure. teams. I'm sure that will be spoken about in detail. A lot of teams unhappy about that behind the scenes this week. Yeah, saying that actually 
you know, that with the Pirelli tyre test they did, they've they've gained an advantage they shouldn't have had. Um, but then they haven't broken any rules, so it goes back to FIA and loopholes and everything else, yeah, isn't it? That, so it. A team will always find the loopholes. But as I, as I keep saying about Ferrari, I think you'll see positive changes. I, I'm I'm trying to manifest it for you, Ferrari fans, and being completely honest. Did I see Fred Vassar say after the race they've got even more upgrades that are coming to Silverstone? Um, I haven't actually watched it. If they yeah, have, that's a really yeah, aggressive yeah, yeah. package. I don't know if someone in the comments can, can answer that question. I saw it, it a tweet. To be now because it's getting to the point now where that Red Bull is just, it's just, it's getting ridiculous now. And, and look, I agree. We'll come on to Red yeah. Bull in a bit, but I agree with Horner. It's down to the other teams to, to, to bridge the gap. That's it not, is. You know, I'm not saying anything's untoward or anything like that. But It is, um, but that's a pretty aggressive, you know, for them. There, yeah, I think Joe's pretty mentioned it when talking Sky, yeah. yeah. Which, considering they've just brought a new floor, new engine cover, and some new parts, if they've got even more to come for Silverstone, and they, they already did it for Barcelona as well. But that's good news, though, because that's... It's, it's great news. Yeah, it's great news. You want to see different teams challenging. They're definitely going in the right direction. Their tyre deck's definitely sorted, or, or much more sorted. They don't look like they're chewing up tyres like they're going out of fashion anymore. Their the tyre deck would have been even better today if they'd have put dip drivers on different strategies. They would have... Uh, well, they would have got some real, real info on that. But there we go. That's um, Ferrari mudding themselves in the water yet again. But a good result. But a good result. There's a, a good podcast. result. There's but did they cost Carlos the podium? Is yes. probably the answer. Some great driving from Carlos. I told at Checo. I tell you what, though, when he came out the uh, when he came out the pits after his slow pit stop, he looked aggressive. Mm. Well, to the point where he looked aggressive. That he got track limits, but um, yeah, he looked he looked aggressive. Um, oh. And I like I like to see that in a driver. He yeah, I mean, Martin's put second and fourth is as good as Red Bull first and third. It is. Um, Ash has yeah. put, do we think that Carlos may get a podium? I don't think so. I, I think Checo might be safe on the track limits one. I'm not sure how, but... Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I'm I don't not, see how either, but... I'm not sure they want to mess with the podium too much, oh, is Dan, my, my Dan cynicism. Just, Dan just put, oh, yes, if they get a podium, I'm doing a shoey. I want to film that. Video done. We look forward to that video. But anyway, Ferrari aside, because... I feel like we've been as positive as... Better result, dreadful sprint, better Sunday. Yeah. Well, Carlos is right in the sprint, to be fair. Ferrari, if you are watching, man, just come on. Sort your strategies out. Pull your socks up, sort your strategies out, sort your pit stops out. Don't worry about the dummy calls. No one's bothered by it, because no one believes you when you pit anyway. Nobody falls for them anyway. No one falls for them. No one's running out into the pits. When you say you're going on to a 10-stop strategy or plan Z, no no one's buying it. Just forget it. And on that bombshell... Let's move on to P3 in the championship. Yeah, we've got Dan's, we've got Dan's approval for Let's move on quickly before we yeah. change the much. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Go, 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 go. Go box, quick. Box, box, box. Box, 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 um, Stay P3. out, stay out. <laughs> stay out, stay out, stay out. <laughs> Just a quick Ferrari joke. Oh, we've got a trigger memories there. <laughs> um, <P3> checking. <laughs> checking, checking, checking. Right, stop now. P3 in the championship, Aston Martin, and we have very chalk and cheese day today, don't we? So you've got... Fernando Alonso, P6, and then Lance Stroll in P10. Well, we've got, we've got that at the moment before Andy Stevenson yes. decided to just go and just, I think it's going to put it, cause out war with the grid. I mean, he obviously took his, took his book in there, slammed it on the desk and went, I'll have a P3, please. But then... A P3, why, please, Bob? Because that's what he's going for, isn't he? Why wouldn't you there? 
I if mean, you've cl- if you've clearly seen the infringements, if you've clearly seen the infringements that we saw live during the race, why wouldn't you? I mean, you can't fault their competitors, can you? I mean, if they're they're certainly within their rights, the stewards obviously agreed with their findings. That's why it's all being looked at. And as the saying goes, bring the old uh, game show in. Points win. Points win, win the prizes. And when they're so close to Mercedes... This is it. You know, and, and with Ferrari improving, you, know, you, you, can't, you can't blame them for going after all the points. I'll be honest, though. I think both Astons today, I think both Astons have had a bit of a lonely race. Yeah, I think that starting Fernando on the hards and then bringing him in at the same time didn't kind of work for him. Whatever whatever that strategy was, it went out the window quite early. It didn't work for him. Um, I get why they were trying it, but um, Lance Stroll, did you see his left wrist? Just bringing it back to... Well, it's it, it's funny you mention that because he um, Sky picked it up on it in the... Quite a few times. Post-race. Um, and he... <laughs> I think, was it Rachel Brooks? I want to say Rachel Brooks. Um, she said to him, um, oh, can we just talk about the left wrist? And he went, right. And she went, is it, is it okay? And he went, yeah, it's fine. Just, I was just resting it. Just, you know. Just resting it? Yeah. yeah. Resting it because it's irritating, maybe? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And this, you know, it comes back to what we've talked about. We, we talked about this. this times. Early, early on in the season when he came back and we were like, are you sure that's a wise move? Listen, it takes a long time to recover from broken any broken bone, let alone wrists. Especially when you imagine the G-force and the 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 immense pressures that's put through that wheel. You know, it, it, it ain't going to be easy. Well, you know, no, I mean, not the bridles put there. He, he laughed off the question, but you're going to, aren't you? You're not you're not openly going to open you up to the FIA. But but then, did he technically not answer it? Because he that's was resting it. That's what I mean. You know, it's 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 one of those, isn't it? I mean, his comeback was nothing short of heroic wasn't it in terms of the injuries he had and if you like you say if you continue to drive on it actually is that causing a, a long-term problem for him oh maybe Ooh. maybe maybe uh lawrence Ooh. stroll might have a way of pushing his son out the team dun, dun, oh. uh... <laughs> what you mean like um like yeah booted out for for an injury or something yeah yeah, early, early release from his contract, from his lifetime contract, because well, he's, he's yeah, not if fit. You, if you're absolutely <laughs> going to bottle it on the fact that he's rubbish. <laughs> Sorry, Lance fans, if you are watching. Um, or Lance, indeed. Or Lance, indeed, if you're or watching. Lance, indeed, apologize, if you're watching. I apologise. You know, I think I'm going to tour around the Aston Martin garage this week. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe, Aston, if you are watching, maybe you can change my mind. Maybe you could let you us know. talk to Lance about his wrist. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a <laughs> one-on-one face to face. Yeah, face to face, and we'll ask him. We'll do the tough questions that uh, he clearly wants to avoid. Um, but no, I think I think Lance again. I don't know how many times we need to say it, but a very blase performance overall. Yeah, nothing special there at all. Is I mean, I think right about what he said. A lonely race. I mean, Fernando. Did you have team majors on? I'd love to hear whether some of this is coming from the team or Fernando. The way he closed that gap up at the end because of these penalties. I didn't this time round. I normally do, don't yeah, I? Yeah, I, I just wonder if it was a. I wonder if it was a team decision or whether it was a Fernando decision. I think it could have been a bit of both because if you look, he's closed the gap right uh, to the podium places by literally ten seconds on the last couple of laps, which yeah. is which is obviously a very deliberate thing that he's done. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the protest had been driven by him, as in he's walked in and gone. We need to protest that. But again, 
I don't, I don't see an issue if you've seen the infringements, and I don't see why you wouldn't. But who knows? No, no. I mean, I mean, going back to the penalty, I mean, they, they're within their right to appeal it. They're, uh, the decision, race result, that's their prerogative. They're the only team that decides to do it. Every every other team misses in what they saw. I mean, granted, they've got the most to gain out of it in terms of points, which kind of by the body, that's what they what say that's what they're going for. Do we know whether Aston have got any upgrades coming for Silverstone? I think they, I think they have. I think they've got one more actually. I don't know what it is, but I know that they were going to bring one to Barcelona and they were going to bring one. They were going to bring one to Barcelona, one to Canada, and they were talking with Silverstone one as well. So I don't, I haven't seen Wallace's yet. Um, I'm guessing it's they did the floor. I think for Canada, if I remember rightly, off the top of my head. So it'd be more around sort of they've been honing in on the DRS apparently on the rear wing yeah. is where they've been doing a lot of the work with. Um, obviously catching the Red Bull straight line speed, taking the drag out of it. So they have been doing a lot of work on the on the rear wing and the DRS. It's been the focus of their development because obviously their rear suspension is tied in with Mercedes, as we know, same with the engine, the gearbox, that side of it. So they've been doing a lot of that. Front suspension is probably <laughs> another key area. <laughs> tied in with Mercedes for now. For now. For now. Yeah. Listen, I think there's massive positives coming. I know we said it before, massive positives coming for uh, Aston um, and um, Honda. So what's that track? So you put this, have a look at something. So, um, yeah, I think that there's Mercedes, Ferrari and Aston are bringing up Reeds. Yeah. Merrick got floor. We come on to Merrick in a minute. I don't think there's any, uh, I don't think there's any news yet. I don't think there's any news yet. To be honest, I, I can't see because obviously I'm on here. So if he does come through. But I do, I do think, I do think he's going to take take Landu's place. Whether or not he's got enough to go even further, good, I don't know. It depends what they decide to do with Czech, I suppose, in science, doesn't it? But yeah, I mean, look, it's another one of them, another one of them days where you've got Fernando up there and Lance isn't, and it's going to be another one of them days again where you're questioning when does that get actually questioned? You know, I thought disappointed yesterday that they weren't attacking again. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not yeah, a fan of that. It's, you know, well, it's the same as the Ferrari thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. You know, he had to pass the car to hold position. Just, I don't get it. What What are you afraid of? What? It just doesn't feel like Fernando does it when he when he does that. When he does that, I'm going to sit behind. You know that that feels like someone just more. I'm going to do it because it's easier. But, but actually, is, is that the whole? I'm scared of my boss's son, and what comes from it situation, and it just just seems. I suppose. It's, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because if you're playing in the team game, then it doesn't matter, does it? And maybe that's where Fernando is playing it because he knows that he's not going to win a championship. So actually, does it really matter if it's a couple of points as long as the team's still getting it? And is it a confidence booster? Or, you know, I think Chelsea's put there. Things with Fernando, he's made his money, he's at the point of driving because he can. He is. It just doesn't feel right when you see him do it. You know, knowing the racer he is, to see him consolidate and quite happily sit behind a driver without pushing it, that's a bit that, that kind of is, is a bit weird. Anyway, let's move on because... Let's move on because we, we sound not got an yet. Yeah, we haven't got an update. <laughs> I am just currently watching uh, Sky Sports News. Other channels are available if you are watching, <laughs> um, just to see if it does flash up in the background. Um, but we're going to move on to P2 in the championship, which is Mercedes. Now... You've got Lewis Hamilton, P7, and George Russell, P8. And I'll be the first to admit that it started well. I mean, don't get me wrong, Lewis off the line, absolutely fantastic. Um, but can I just take a minute just to say, what on earth 
happened to George Russell today? I think what happened to Mercedes all weekend. We we did warn about this. I think I think when I messaged you earlier, I said that we we thought this would happen with Mercedes with only one practice session, didn't we? Yeah. Then they're not good with one practice session in the sprint weekend. They like to burn the midnight oil. They like to get mixing back in the simulator. They like to run the situations overnight. Lewis stays late at the track. We know they do all those things, and you can't do it on the sprint weekend at all. You know, apart from it kicks in, it's tough. I'm not reading Connor's comment out. I'm not doing it. <laughs> just for but, sheer yeah. hatred for George Russell. Uh, but yeah, it just seemed like one of them races where it was uh, Lewis was in and about it. And uh, yeah, we we started off. So I texted you, and I think you texted me at the same time. As in terms of you know, Lewis has got an issue with the car. This ain't going to go well, and blah blah blah, as you normally do. But then it sounded Lewis, like a problem, didn't it? Yeah. It sounded like a problem. You know, he was talking about like the brake balance and stuff like that, um, and the brakes weren't working. But then when asked, see, I'm 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 torn because it's one of them. Did they have an issue? But they don't want the wider public to know about it. So therefore, yeah. Lewis at the end in his interviews, when asked about it, he's gone. He laughed and he went, "I never had an issue." What do you, what do you mean? When we clearly saw something went right because there's a lot of talk. Going, he was going deep into corners, yeah, and cutting out at the last second. So I don't know with that one. And being told to use the magic on those corners, exactly. Yeah, you you don't use the magic on those corners. <laughs> but if it's one, if it's an issue. I wouldn't have thought a team would hide it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think a team would cover up a small issue unless it was something really but troubling them. There's nothing new on it in terms of the the front brakes or nothing. So it's not an upgrade that yeah. they that's gone wrong and they're trying to hide or anything. Um, in terms of the car, they didn't they didn't actually bring anything with them that's new um, to to Austria. They were one of the teams that didn't actually bring a single new part on the car. So it's not like they're hiding a new part. It just doesn't have the pace. You know, it's it's too draggy. It just doesn't doesn't look competitive. Whether or not, yeah, you know, we go back to the track and we go back to was Barcelona one of those things where it suits the car and actually has made the upgrades look better than what they are. And this is a true comparison. Um, Canada, you had the the colder temperatures. Yeah. Um, you got the altitude of obviously Austria. Does that not suit the car? All sorts of things. It just. It just feels when we say there's one step forward, two steps back all the time. So even on this development path, which we weren't really expecting, I think on this development path, we were expecting it to kind of not be competitive, as in it's not going to blow everybody away. But I don't think we expect it to look. I mean, don't get me wrong. From where where Mercedes started the season with zero side pods and to where they are now, it's it's still as, astonishing. You know the level of detail they put in the car to get it to where it is. Yeah, of course. You know they've got a, another upgrade coming for Silverstone. They have again, and I've said it about quite a few teams so far. But again, I think it's going to be a car that's going to suit them better. Lewis loves the track. I still don't think they've got enough to win it. No, I'd I think they're like, trying to repeat with you. I'd still like to manifest it. Don't get me wrong. Because um, you know, just in case we haven't already mentioned it, we will be at Silverstone. So, wouldn't mind seeing Lewis on the top step, but, you know, <laughs> we move. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the few points from the race today, Lewis seemed very, very aggy today. Very, yeah, very, he, he got out of the wrong side of bed, didn't he? He definitely did. 
I mean, Lewis, if you are watching, if your bed's up against the wall, put it up against the other one for the next race, will yeah. you, please? Because, um, and if you're watching, maybe call Lewis because he, he, you know. Yeah. Come on, Ange, we need you back, kid. Yeah, because... We need you back. That was, that was a frustrated Lewis Hamilton today. He didn't to do the, himself any favours. Where Toto got involved. Where Toto got involved. <laughs> and how? How blunt could he be? Lewis, we know the car's crap. Just drive it. He might as well just come on and go... He wants to just come on and go, Lewis, the car's shit, you pay to drive, get on with it and stop yeah, your moaning. Well, he in did. Fact, he, in he fact, did. He, he, he did, didn't he? He did, just because that's... He did without the swearing. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, not too many negatives in Mercedes, but P7 and P8, when you expected them to do a little bit better, I mean, you'd probably take Alonso and Norris out of there. So I expect him to be I expect him to be closer to Norris, definitely, and closer to Fernando than what they were. Yeah, and it looked like they got the pitch strategy... Bang on. When the VSC come out, I thought, yeah. Yeah, called it right. But it, it, it went Pete Tong after that, didn't it? Well, see, George George gave himself some hard work. I think he didn't want to get the points, but again, it was disappointing. I think it was a disappointing weekend, wasn't it? Let's manifest it for Silverstone. We've got this. <laughs> We've got this. Lewis P1, George P2. Fernando P3, yeah. <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> Fernando P3. You'll see me dancing around a field in Silverstone with my T-shirt over my head. <laughs> I'm just looking at some coins that... It could be worse. Mercedes um, uh, is third fastest Merit Powers car this week. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem, isn't it? I mean, they're, they're not the fastest Mercedes. And that's Mercedes. the issue when you've got your, when you've got your, your customers, should we say, yeah. ahead of you. That's the uh, depressing fact about it. Oh, definitely. Oh, Ash has put, imagine Lewis, George and Lando. Not, no, not Lando, not after this weekend. No, too, too much moaning. <laughs> too much moaning. He'd probably moan about the step being too high or too short <laughs> or whatever else. Um, then Matt woke up when he's all a dream. It's, it's all a dream anyway. We know Max is winning. Lewis, the Lewis contracts extension. Connor, I refuse to talk about Lewis's contracts extension. It's, now. Getting, boring it's, now, it's getting boring now. He just needs to announce it now. But you are it right, be, he, could, he could potentially be at Silverstone. It, it would be a good time to announce it, I must admit. It would surprise me with Lewis and Mercedes, that's kind of their strategy, isn't it? But what, we're, we're, we're producing a rubbish car, but we're just signing new contracts, yeah. so that actually, all the talk Lewis, about the contracts. Lewis, the car's crap, but it is a two-year contract. <laughs> it's a two-year contract for, for 40 million a year yeah. to keep you quiet. But anyway, let's please the in-crowd. Let's stop talking about our favourite, I mean, not our favourite team, um... And let's go on to P1 in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a change here? No. <laughs> um, let me just double check. Mm, Refresh no. the screen. No, I've refreshed it a couple of times. It still looks the same. Still looks the same. Um, yeah, Red Bull, P1. And we have Max Verstappen, P1. And Sergio Perez, P3. Although I will start with Perez. Um, I thought he had a good race. From where he started, I thought he had a good race. He had a solid race coming back through, didn't he? Other than, I will not accept him intimidating Carlos Sainz. <laughs> no, I mean, he should get a penalty just for that. I mean, who on earth intimidates Carlos Sainz? I love I can't remember who it was now. I think it might have been Ted. Um, Carlos is talking about, oh, he's, um, Perez is intimidating me. And I think he turned around and went, well, that's the whole point of racing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, how, but but how, what, what part was intimidating? Well, I think he tapped the car a couple of times, <laughs> didn't he, into turn three, I think it was. But then that was only because um, Science was being aggressive with the blocking. And I still I still think Carlos was moving on the braking a little bit too much. I, I think he was. 
Um, I think it was borderline. It was borderline from from both from there. I, I don't think Checker was was as equally as no, you know. No, no, no. But then, but then about the DRS was that. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. After after lap one, you you realise he's in the DRS, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what cost him second place, didn't it? Ultimately, the thing with the DRS is, and, and I, you know me, I love Austria. I love the track. I just think for next year, you could potentially do with changing that DRS. Yeah. Because where the detection zone is now, drivers are getting too clever with it, and you, well, you saw Max do it. Yeah, yeah. Just hang, I'll hang, I'll hang back. Actually, yeah, I'll hang back. Get the DRS, and then once I've overtaken him, I've then got DRS to pull away. Yeah, which that seems bonkers to know that you're going to have DRS to put away. Yeah, yeah. And interesting is when the tracks they haven't messed with the DRS at all, not even detection point zones. No, I mean to have DRS for thirty three percent of the lap is is quite aggressive still. When it's already a fast track anyway. Yeah, it? when it's already a fast track within 10 corners. Um, yeah, I mean, Perez, I thought, had a really good race. I, I don't... I don't know. I look at the I look at the racing with Carlos, and I sort of think if Max was in that position, it probably wouldn't have gone on that long. So you put that down to the difference in driver. That's fair to say. But I still think Sergio's a really, really good driver. Is he going for the middle at the moment? With what, you know, what the team are saying to him and stuff like that? Who knows? He certainly, I don't know. He's, I mean, he's, he certainly seemed a bit more aggressive this week. It, is it unfair criticism? I mean, we keep going back to Checo, don't we? I'm sure Martin's going to jump well, into the he comments. Hasn't made, he hasn't made Q3 in the last three races, I believe. Four, I think it is. Is it? Three or four. And, you know, on the board was pretty Brazil. So in terms yeah, of I results... Mean, granted, yeah. Yeah, granted. I mean, we don't, know the, the, we don't know the extent of the illness. For all we know, it could have been a headache. <laughs> just saying but you know but I think I think he's second in the championship he's the only person who hasn't won a race apart from Max they they are going to lock out both championships it looks like at the moment yeah. the way they're the way they're driving and is that all you can ask for your team when you've got a designated number one driver and number two driver I mean you say that but that's the fortunate thing at the moment is that Max is winning every race and they are leading both championships you know if God forbid Max doesn't, you know, Max DNFs in one of the races or something like that, then then you are relying on Sergio and then it is then the pressure will be on him then because he's going to have to deliver. I mean, you look, look to Silverson next week and I'm not, I'm not saying it to be funny or anything like that, but if, if for any reason Max does DNF, then your <laughs> team's solely reliant on Sergio and are you are you sticking all your eggs in one basket with that? Like with Max, for example, you can say, yeah, he's going to go out and he's going to do it and he's get, they're going to get the points of the team and he's going to bring it home. I couldn't say the same about Sergio. Yeah. So I was just, I was just quite asked his comments where um, multiple penalties are incoming. Yeah, I've not seen anything flash up yet on... No, I think, I think, I think as you said, that they've taken the F1 app down, which is probably a sign there. Okay. But they're saying, look, multiple, multiple penalties are incoming. But yeah, I mean, let's move on to Max then. So, solid race um, all weekend. Can you fault him again? No, no. I mean, he, to- he topped everything, didn't he? That's <laughs> <So laughs> just really that was same time. God forbid Max DNA. Imagine if someone got into his airbox or something like that. I mean, it'd be a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> like a chocolate yeah, if anyone, sees, if anyone sees Max anywhere near a Red Bull garage on a Thursday night or something, then... Like a chocolate yeah. bar wrapper or something like that, then yeah. But no, I think I think going back to going back to Max, he's he's driving brilliantly. Yeah, he yeah. he made 
ease of getting back to to the front, and he's been dominant all weekend again, hasn't he? You know, he's he's been you know a class of his own. You know, Checo had a solid race to come back through, but Max, he's not under pressure. I mean, these track limits won't even apply to him, and that's that's a sign of how. I'm going to say easy. It's not easy, is it, being at the front like he is? But no. How how much easier? How much he's driving within his limits? The fact that he's not one of these people breaking track limits. I mean, that was a bold move to pit for those tyres at the end. Yeah, but I mean, we discussed this earlier, didn't we? In terms of bold move, um, you know, if that would have gone Pete Tong, <sighs> anything you know what happens in pit stops. We've seen it time and time again. Balfour Bottas at Monaco, yeah, you know, it's two days, and- yeah. I mean, Sky mentioned it. To be fair, I mean, it was in the in the call down room where they talked about you know the one point for fastest lap and stuff like that, and it will never catch on. And and look at it, it has. I mean, I, I think we all said it at one point that nobody nobody's going to be bothered about that extra point. Now everybody's at it, but, but you're, taking the, you're taking the risk by chucking that car in on the last lap, and it and only it, came out two seconds ahead. Yeah, yeah, it weren't worth it, was it? No, I, I do. I mean, I mean, I see somewhere. I think Martin's put it was a tribute to um, Dietrich or something. It was, it was a call that could have backfired. I mean, it didn't. So at the end of the day, yeah, everyone yeah. would just go, do you know what? Great move. You got the extra point. Job done. Yes, Red Bull are phenomenally good at their pit stops. You know, they are absolutely amazingly good at their pit stops. But that doesn't stop a mechanical issue putting pay to it, does it? Matt's refreshing his screen. Something's going on. I'm just reading the um, so the F1 documentations has come down just to say about the accuracy of the uh, provisional clarification. So the stewards uh, first considered the process as it was admissible. Uh, the yeah. determined that it was now lodged and on time and complied with the requirements. Um, and basically, they're just looking at the deleted lap times provided to by the stewards by the race control revealed that a number of track limit infringements had not previously been referred to by the stewards for potential penalty. So penalties are coming. Which one's that in a second? But is what that says. Penalties are on the way, children. But if you look at it there, so, you know, I do think there's a bit of a competition between Max and Checo over points fastest laps. Maybe there's a bit of an inside joke going on we're not privy to. Um, But I think Max likes to, I think he likes to win. And I think he's determined that he wants to be dominant. He wants to capitalise on his dominance. And again, we, we normally leave this podcast to um, the race and not the sprint because normally the sprints are absolutely poo. Um, however, yesterday's <laughs> sprint was pretty good. I'll hold my hands up. It was a pretty good sprint as it goes. Um, it was. Now, we haven't spoken personally about the uh, Max Perez incident, so it'll be interesting to see what your viewpoint is. Um, I have a different point of view compared to what Sky Sports have said. So I think it was Anthony Davidson said at the at the time that um oh what was it? That he believes Max was well within his rights to do what he what he did. I look at it a little bit different and I don't and I've got a Mercedes shirt on, it's not anything to do with that. It's more <laughs> the fact of yes, I agree what Sergio did was risky. You know, pushing him out onto the grass was risky. Did he intend, you know, he said to Red Bull at the end of the uh, sprint, oh, I didn't see him. When Sky have actually proved he was looking in his right-hand mirror, you could see him. Yeah, he, he, would, have, he would have been looking for him. On, on an yeah. open lap, you're looking, he, you're looking he in that first, on the first couple of corners. 
if, if you're not listening to wrong with how you drive, yeah, isn't I look at it slightly differently. So you look where Perez was into turn three. Now he's yeah. took the correct braking line. He's braked for the conditions to make the apex. Whereas yeah, Max has gone, oh, there's an opportunity there. I'm, I'm never going to make that corner. I'm just going to steam it in and hope it stops. <laughs> Which it kind of didn't. But I don't know. How do you see it? Um, I think Checo didn't give Max enough room going, going up the hill after turn one for sure. Because if you look, yeah, boy, he put him on the grass, didn't he, effectively? So he should have left him. There's enough room to leave him going up there. It's a straight turn at the end of the day. Yeah. So he's he's put he's put the squeeze on Max quite clearly on that one, but going going up to that corner, it's a tough one because Max was late breaking. He took the inside. Was he aggressive? Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. then his car didn't go off the track and get around the corner, did it? Yeah. So it's yeah. it's kind of like it's one of those, isn't it? It was it was late. It was aggressive. It was a lunge, but it was a lunge that was on the track, didn't touch anybody, and he didn't leave the track. But then you, you, you go a bit further on, which was turn five, where he hung Checo out to dry. And then now that, I think, is a retaliation for the for going up the hill. And then, obviously, the, the incident with Lewis as well in, um, where was it? Oh, in the, in the qualifying. Qualifying, that was it. I still, I still think that was half of this one. It was another, I think Lewis held him up on, on his run down. And I think... Yeah. Yeah. Or was it just, I mean, this is going to sound really bad now, but was it just that Max actually expected the Mercedes to be able to clear him with the RS open going on the street? I mean, potentially, but then yeah, Max, was, Max was ending his lap. He didn't need to do that, did he? He didn't, but if you look at it, when they're side by side, actually Lewis had the DRS open and the mirror was that draggy that he yeah. couldn't actually get away from the Red Bull. So it might as be as innocent as that as well. But anyway, a positive result all round for, for Red Bull. Um, Do you think they're going to win every race? No. No. Don't ask me why, but no. Just, I, listen, it's just, I think it's a, a tall ask for any team. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's going to be one of them records that he's now going to be broken now I've said it. But I still feel there's going to be something some that it's just one of the things that something's going to go wrong somewhere in it. Do you feel? I'm not too sure. I, the chances of something going wrong on both of their cars at the same time is pretty remote to take them out of the mix. So I think if something happened on one, um, I still think the other one might have enough. But I think if Checo has got the work to do like he's had in the past few races where he's qualified too far back, then he's going to be in trouble. Listen, I'll I'll open up and I'll tell you my reasoning behind why I feel like he's not one of them's going to DNF because right, and this is going to be very controversial. So brace yourselves, sit down, buckle oh, up, <laughs> coffee, girl. grab your coffee. <clears throat> no, what it is, I just think I read a few comments, especially on my TikTok page and stuff like that over the weekend. That you know, Max, um, don't get me wrong, he's a brilliant driver, and but when you add the pressure back to him. When you put him back into that pressure situation, he turns into that nasty driver, which I know everybody needs to have that nasty side. But, you know, you look at what he did to Lewis, you look at what he did to Perez and stuff like that. Can he be fair in winning? Yes, you can be fair in winning. I just think there's that, you know, teams will start catching up. I think it's going to get to that point where something's going to happen. Something will happen. And, yeah, it's not going to end well. 
that's my that's my opinion anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not so sure. I think I think Matt's kind of misses the racing. I think he's. Oh yeah. I, I don't think he likes being, I, and maybe that's why he, he went for a fastest lap today. Maybe actually he enjoys putting a bit of pressure back on himself. Mm. And from his point of view, he he will welcome a challenge, being how he is. Whether or not that's like you describe it, I don't think. I still think there's more to come from that Red Bull in terms of performance. Still, I'm not convinced we're seeing all of it. Yeah, in terms of it it being completely turned up, it being completely sort of. You know, going all else, I still think there's more, which is why I'm not convinced the gaps closing much. I also don't know how much teams are moving into next year's development, so maybe they aren't showing their card early because what's the point? You know, if you're if you're a top team, you don't want teams doing a Monaco and and actually you know seeing what's on your car. So actually, do you not bring some of it deliberately? That's it. Did did they need upgrades? <laughs> I mean, Red Bull. Down. I mean, they've already said they're going to start development, haven't they? They've already said that their development for next year has already well, started, and that's that, going to that's, that's going to mitigate any any issues, any problems they've had. That's Lewis's in terms of penalties, well, isn't it? Lewis's comments at the weekend, you know, sort of saying, you know, we need to stop development of next year's car so early, which is, you know, a lot of people have been a little bit peed off of it. Um, but you but then that Red Bull have got that car there. If, if that car is not illegal, which it isn't, because yeah, it's yeah. been scrutinised, it's been looked at, the new teams filed a, a grievance against it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that car is perfectly legal. That's just damn good engineering. That's just up to the other teams to catch. Yeah, that's not an unfair advantage. That's an advantage. It's been locked in due to some bloody good designing. So it's up to everybody else to unlock that same designing. But yeah. Anyway, let's move on. So what we'll do is we have roughly around about eight minutes. What we'll do is we'll open it up to questions. We're going to do quick fire questions. Should we do the FIA? Oh, go on, then. Go on then. Really? Do the FIA? How could how, how, how could we forget them? I mean, the I mean, they're obviously a bit busy at the moment, aren't they? But I mean, they are. I was, I was literally just having a look then, just see if I had an update come through. But I've just seen a Twitter notification. But I don't know what that is. I haven't got one. So there's nothing come through in terms of documentation. Uh, but yeah, far away, FII. Track limits. What What about it? Is it, is, it a, is it a problem? <laughs> I don't know what you mean, track limits. Is it, is it a problem? Ex- explain to me what you mean, track limits, because I have no idea after this weekend what track limits actually means anymore. But is it an FIA problem or is it a driver problem? It's a driver problem. I discussed that earlier. Be- that's what I mean, because ultimately they've made it very clear what the track limit is. They've said if you put a, if you put it over the white line, yeah. your lap time gets deleted. I saw, and that's the same comments. rule. It's not a rule for Austria. It's a complete rule. Yeah, I saw a few comments about the track limits on the inside of the track. It doesn't go to the inside of the track. It only applies to the outside of the track. I believe is that correct? Yeah, normally, normally it's only the outside line. They Unless refer to it as driving, it's, driving they refer to it as the outside white line is what they call it normally. Yeah, unless, like I said, unless you're cutting corners. Which you're not going to do, but um, yeah, it's it. Listen, it's fair. Lando said it at the end of, on his interview, didn't he? He said at the end, um, you know, it it ultimately falls down to the drivers because um, the more and more you push, the more and more you've got pressure from the driver behind. The more and more you push again, the more you're going to, you know, take the track limits. Yeah, but there was drivers. There was, I mean, only a couple, but there was drivers in there that didn't go over track limits, so it can be done. It can be done, and it's approved in qualifying. It can be done. So there's an argument that says when they want to, they can do it. Um, they took away the sausage curbs. Was it a couple of years ago now? Mm. Which used to damage your car. 
it's one of them things with the FIA. Like, a lot, I've seen a lot of criticism for the FIA, which, you know, you, I can kind of understand to a degree. However, if they don't punish these things, where does it stop? Drivers, are, drivers. if you do not give the drivers the punishment that they deserve for doing wrong, then they will keep on pushing the limits and they will keep on pushing and pushing and pushing until where does it end? But isn't it just simply just put a gravel trap there? Yeah, but you can't do that in every single corner, every single track, can you? But you don't That's need to. You, yeah, but you don't need to do it. I mean, because we're only talking about if it, we all know there's a problem with that corner in terms of the cars pushing it too far. Oh yeah, tra- and, turn ten, turn ten. So, is, so is, just gravel trap it. Yeah, there's no, there's no issue with that turn ten. That's what I mean. Well, you, nine, nine, nine and ten. Yeah, nine and ten. Put a gravel trap on it. Job done. Yeah, then yeah, you're going to be. You've got enough runoff. It's not dangerous. It's not close to any barriers or anything like that. You got enough runoff. I know, I know what you're saying because then that that adds into the the driver's mind. Then that then I'm going off. If I if yeah, I go over yeah, the track limit, I'm going point. off. At the moment, and then I'm going off, but I get a track deleted, or I'm going to push it enough. Liam's just popped us to say, just popping into sound, popping out because I've had enough of F1 today. Fair enough. Fair enough, Liam. <laughs> thanks, thanks to you. Thanks, thanks for popping into Dallas. Thanks for your contribution. <laughs> um, yeah, that, listen, track track limits aside. Well, not track limits aside, actually, because it's not, is it? Because, oh, 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 I'm, I'm oh. seeing lots of notifications. Oh, oh, <laughs> hang on. Oh, is this like a breaking news? Oh, my God. I don't think you've got enough time in your day. Oh, my God, what have they done? Oh, my God, here we go. Oh, my goodness. I did see that, Joe. I just answered Joe's question while you're reading that because I can't read it because I'm on it. Um, they they can't put gravel there apparently because like the most GP don't like it and things like that. So, what's what's the new order, Matt? What's the scores on the doors? Well, we haven't got an order just yet. However, I will let you into a bit of information on the terms of we've got deleted lap times for Carlos Sainz, Lewis Hamilton, Hulkenberg, Hamilton, Sonoda, Hulkenberg, Hulkenberg, Sainz, Stroll, Sainz, Perez, Piastri, P- Perez. Sergeant, Science, Albon, Albon, Gasly, Albon, Gasly, Albon, De Vries, Gasly, Albon, Gasly, Sonoda, Gasly, Ocon, Norris, Stroll. I mean, there's there's four pages. Wow. I think there's four pages. Ashes put 83 laps in total. Yeah, there's four pages of deleted laps. Max Verstappen's in there as well. Lando Norris is in there. Perez is in there, like I say. Ocon's in there. Science is in there. Every every driver's in there. I don't think. Yeah, Piastri's in there. Leclerc's in there. I think I've said Albon already. The only one I'm not. I know Hulkenberg's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Did he still get his track time deleted, even though he went into the gravel? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was off the track. It was um, a track limit violation. I'm not seeing K. No, K. Mag's in there. <laughs> Ignore that. Resume, resume normal service. So yeah, there's um, there's a hell of a lot of lap times that have been deleted. So I suppose we're just waiting for final clarification now of them putting it all together and saying, um, this is what we've got. Yeah, Perez has got some in there as well. My my issue with this now though, and this is where I'm going to be a bit controversial. Now I agree the lap times should be deleted in terms yeah, yeah. of if they went over. But if you're in a race, you're, the whole point of the black and white flag warning system is to give you a warning that you're going to break the limits, yeah? That's your whole point. Yeah. It's saying that next time you do it, you're going to get a penalty. 
if you're a driver who's not been given that during the race, but you're you're now getting a penalty applied, is that right? See yeah, what I mean? Because if if you're if you're a driver and your engineer comes on and says, right, you got a black and white flag, naturally you would ease off. Like like they did to Lando. Like they did to Lando, and like like they did on on quite a few drivers. But if you've not had that opportunity, but now they're, they're retrospectively as in this, then surely that's wrong, because the whole point of the system and the warning system is to, is to put that in place to stop this happening. And we're at what? Half past eight? How many hours after the race? FIA F- I have just said that each penalty will have its own document. <laughs> of course it will, because that's their rules. That's their rules. <laughs> I know that, but... Jesus but that's Christ. what I mean. But that's you, you've got notifications turned on. Oh, yeah, I can see him going already. But <laughs> expect your uh, your phone to be busy. Jesus, what? Um, but that's right, what I'm saying. It's, anyway, that that news aside, let's do. Let's do, see some questions. We, we might even get some answers questions. before that. By the yeah. time we've done the quick fire questions, we might have some answers. Um, so yeah, let's let's go get your quick fire questions. So, so hold on. Verstappen thirty three wants to know where where we are reading this FIA website. I would imagine. Yeah. Yep. Is the answer to that one? <laughs> is Michael Massey back in? No, but I don't think I think this is a record for them. I mean, it almost feels like it, doesn't it? Well, maybe they should bring him uh, back. Max is, the, Max is on there, Ash. Well, he's on the document I'm reading anyway. Probably not. You know, probably not as many. No, I think there was only one. Mm, maybe two, but I think there's only one. Not not enough to get him about twenty seconds, but that way. No. Leclerc didn't seem to be appearing on there that much. Uh, don't need notifications for all the now. Just watch terrorist TikToks. Yeah, you do, but unfortunately, everyone's going to be ahead of me because I'm here and I can't do both. I mean, do you not want to be here? That's what I mean. No, I mean it's not Chris who's been here. You know. Do you? <laughs> but I'm just saying. Uh, Katie's put. Do you think Lando should take Perez's seat? I don't think he wants it. Um, not if he wants to win a championship. No, is my honest answer. If he wants to win some races and boost up a trophy cabinet. Yes, if you want to be a world champion, no. Ash just put it here. Ash, I haven't got it. Oh, 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 oh. Here it comes. Oh, oh, hang on. It's coming, I can see it. Breaking news. No. Jesus wept. Go on. I don't think you're ready. Go on. Carlos Sainz, 10 second time penalty. Lewis Hamilton, 10 second time penalty. Pierre Gasly, 10-second time penalty. Ooh. Alexander Albon, 10-second time penalty. Esteban Ocon, 5-second penalty. Esteban Ocon, 10-second penalty. Esteban Ocon, 5-second penalty. Esteban Ocon, 10-second <laughs> penalty. No. <laughs> Logan Sargent, 10-second time penalty. Nick DeFries, 10-second penalty. Nick DeFries, 5-second penalty. Yuki Sonoda, 5-second penalty. Nothing for Checker. There's another gun there. Norris? There's another gun there. No. Nope. Facts. Leaving the track without a justifiable reason multiple times. Breach of Article 33. 33. Yeah, I was about to say. Regulations. You've got Carlos Lewis, Pierre Gasly, Albon, Ocon, 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 Ocon. Ocon might as well start at the back of the grid. I think it's safe to say Ocon's dropped down the order then. Uh, Ali's put Matt has to be joking. I'm not, I'm literally not joking. No. I, w- I wish I could show you the document. He's reading it, I can tell, because my notifications go mad at the top. With... Yeah. yeah, I wish I could tell you I am joking, but I'm not. 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure how Lando and Checo can escape that. If I'm honest, from what we saw. I mean, I think Ocon's got like 35 seconds alone, which is ridiculous. I'm oh, sure Chris is in the comments. Chris, you must have seen Checo leave the track more than three or four times because I certainly did in that race. Yeah, and I know Lando certainly Lando, did. Lando did. Lando certainly did. Come on, Lando. That's ridiculous. That. That's not even in, within question. So we're just um, waiting then. So, hey, what does that mean... We're just waiting on final clarification then, aren't we? Do you want to try and work out? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say that Lando goes up into fourth and Lando goes up into fifth for a start. I'll say that drops Carlos down to sixth. It's a quick. That's, that's I mean, George is going to go above Lewis. Yeah, Lewis will be at the points, won't he? Well, it depends. No, Gasly was safe as well, wasn't he? He didn't have one come in. Lewis ninth, Gasly ten, Carlos six. There you go. Wasn't too bad. See, six, six. That was a good guess for Carlos. Lewis could be ninth. I mean, come on, we got the penalties now. Gap forty nine. Yeah, I think Lewis Lewis be Lewis be ninth because. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think the breaking news that we've had today is that Aston Martin have done the absolute dirty on everyone in the field wow. other than Lando and uh, Perez. They're not going to be popular <laughs> in the paddock at Silverstone, are they? <laughs> wow. Aston, if you are watching, can I have paddock passes, please, just so I can be uh, like a fly on the wall? I would love to be at a front team principal meeting next week. Count me in. Can't wait for that press conference. I can't get over that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, they've I'm, just I'm literally, they've seconds. just literally, they've just like walked in there and just thrown some in and run away, basically. How is Lando and Perez not in there? I literally don't understand it. I cannot get my head around it. Make it make sense. That's a bit that does make sense to me. I think, yeah. I think Lando, I think Lando got preferential treatment because he snitched. <laughs> like, a, like a secret. <laughs> Maybe spy. he's protected. Maybe he's protected. Like you know, it's like. His rights was you know what, right. Connor's made a very good point there. Who was in the timing room today? Our friend Drew was in the timing room today. It was. But David's got a really another point there. Now every team can protest every single one of these decisions now according to the rules. Well, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, we are. Oh. Well, provisional amend- amended result is Verstappen P1, Leclerc P2, Perez P3, Norris P4, Alonso P5, Sainz P6, Russell P7, Lewis P8, Stroll P9 and Gasly P10. Wow. There you go. So I think the other bit of breaking news is for you. When you watch an F1 race. Yeah. We have to start filming our podcast on a Wednesday. How it, finishes, how it finishes might not be how it finishes. Well, I, I suppose that's why it says provisional will be the, the argument. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't get over that. Ocon. Oh, Ocon. Ocon's doing right now. <laughs> Who is he annoyed at the FIA? He's clearly annoyed someone this season, hasn't he? What did he do at the end of last season? Because whatever he did... <laughs> I just saw a comment there that I cannot refuse to read because I know Alex, Alex, I'm calling you out on this one. Box, box. Can we all just appreciate how Max is winning just because of the car? If you would all like to uh, privately message Alex at box, box, then uh... yeah, like to, like to follow him, message him. Um, 
Can I just say com- comments made by outside personnel are not at all related to the people yes. hosting the podcast? Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you want to uh, fire your abuse at him, then you uh, feel free. I think I think Joe. I think Ocon has already got the most penalties in the season. I think he got that after whatever race he was on. Yeah. I mean, it's a good job these don't come with penalty points anymore, isn't it? Because that would have been bad. I was reading the comments then. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? Because remember, in the past, up until this season, each one carried like two penalty points for him as well. Madness. Absolutely madness. SC besties and the FIA's bestie, put it that way. Let's move on then. Let's let's give it a wrap. Shall we? Should we call it a day? I think we should now that we've had the breaking news of a new order. We have had the breaking news, the new order. So there is your new order. Um... Yeah, thanks for everyone for joining in the podcast. Thanks for all your comments. Thanks for your likes and just sharing Gifts the love. And everything else, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for that. And <laughs> our podcast will be a little bit different next week, so I'm not sure what day we're going to do it on. <laughs> I have yeah. been asked, um, and obviously it will be signal dependent, I have been asked if we can do it live from Silverstone. Obviously you won't be because you'll be at home. Warm. Warm. Tucked up in bed. Because I don't do camping. But I'll still be at Silverstone on the Sunday. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because I don't do camping. Can we just clarify that's the reason why? Well, it's going to be interesting (laughs) because neither do I. But there we go. I just, Um, you know. Finn's put, are you having guests on this one? Well, I think there'll be people in the background for for maths, certainly. Yeah, so if I'm doing it at Silverstone, let's cross that bridge when we get to it. Chelsea, I don't envy you. I'm not a a camping person at all. I'm going to drive drive home every night to my bed and my shower. Chelsea, you'll have the the lovely warm embrace of Connor with you, so it'll be fine. Um, But yeah, um, podcast will be a little bit different for next week hopefully we'll see what the signal's like see if we can do it from Silverstone live and we'll get a few more of you involved that'd be nice um, but if not we'll see you at some point next week yeah if not we're bumping into the Monday or something if we don't you know um, yeah he wishes Matt we'll move we'll move but yeah we'll move we we'll need <laughs> yeah, we, we, we swiftly on before like Connor gets into lose yeah. trouble um, you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen comments flying in there. But yeah, guys, listen, <laughs> seriously, uh, uh, thanks thanks for joining. Um, and we'll see you next week live, hopefully, from Silverstone. Yeah, well, I'll see you. I'll be back at home with my coffee. And your feet up. And your feet up. I'm not jealous at all. Or I'll be sat in traffic. I'll be at the service station because I'm going out of traffic. It's a good point, actually, for Sunday. good point. It's not a good point. Didn't think about that one. You might be doing it from your car and I might be might doing it. Might be doing it from the car, yeah, with the heater on. But yeah, guys, again, thanks for joining. We will catch you next week.